1: Welcome to the program, Jack Justice What's up? Hey, Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing good, and you have a new book coming out that I read over the weekend, and it is phenomenal, Jack.
2: Well, hey, Paul, I appreciate it. It's I- coming out, uh, you know, this month on October 20th, and I appreciate you reading a sneak preview of it. Yeah, well, I'm an author as well. And I was very impressed
1: with the amount of detail that you jam packed in this book. So we are going to unpack all of that in today's episode. So I'd like to let you share your story uh, before we dive into these pages.
2: Yeah. So, you know, my background, this is my second book. It, my first book was Get Found Online, the local business owner's guide to digital marketing. This new book is The Tree of Good Fortune, the landscaper's guide to modern sales and marketing. And over the last 12 years, I've run a digital agency, Ramblin' Jackson, and we focus on the green industry. And prior to that, I worked at a plant nursery and it just, at at the time, it was a, a high school, you know, college at summer and spring job. <clears throat> and as I started my agency twelve years ago, I just started working with landscapers and garden centers and arborists. I spoke at the at the Pro Green Expo in Colorado. And after a few years, that ended up becoming what I call in the book my "Hell Yes" customer, which is where you you really pick a specific type of client you want to work with and it's the green industry. So this, this new book is, is laser focused. It's, you know, if you're not a landscaper, you really shouldn't read the book. Yeah. You're definitely laser focused. So
1: where I'd like to start off and uh, I got a whole bunch of notes I took. I've been binge listening to your podcast all morning. I was like, oh, this guy likes elk hunting. And, uh, I've been, uh, I did like I think I binged like four episodes while I was at the gym this morning. It was a uh, back and shoulders day, so I was normally I listen to some like rock music or you know some like EDM to get all <laughs> hype. But uh, you're getting me all fired up, and uh, I want to ask you about you. You say put yourself in the customer shoes. Tell me a little bit more about that.
2: Yeah, so when when we're doing sales and marketing, and especially when we're when we're when we're doing marketing, we need to think about. Who is the audience? Who's going to read this or watch the video? And so often small businesses in general, but landscapers talk about themselves. They say things like, oh, I've been in business for for 20 years and, um, uh, you know, we have high standards of quality. And the client's kind of like, well, yeah, you and everyone else says that. And when you put yourself in their shoes, you start thinking about why are they looking for a new landscaper? What happened to them with their old landscaper that would cause them to look for a new one? Probably... Well, it could be that that person just moved or closed shop, but it could be that the project went really poorly and they're afraid. And then maybe they're afraid of hiring somebody who who's going to make a mistake again, or maybe it's a commercial landscaper and their current or a commercial client and their current commercial lawn mowing team couldn't hang. They weren't actually staffed to keep up with the mowing needed. So putting yourself in their shoes is, is getting into their head and thinking about what are the, what are the, real problems that they're having? And then how does my landscaping company solve those problems better than somebody else? Totally. You say 70%
1: of the sale happens before that initial phone call or even the contact form. Tell me a little bit more about that.
2: Yeah. So, so that statistic actually came from Marcus Sheridan's book, They Ask You Answer, which is one of my favorite books. I'm not sure if you've read it. Uh, but what, what we found through that book and through our own experience is that people are doing a lot of research on the internet before they contact your landscaping company, meaning they're going to be evaluating you and your competitors they're going to be even if it's word of mouth people think that word of mouth is a done deal well what are they going to do they're they're going to google you right they're going to google you they're going to read reviews they're going to look at your photos and they're going to what what happens when we Google things? Google suggests other things. People also search for Larry's landscaping of Minneapolis, and now I'm looking at Larry. I didn't I didn't get referred to Larry, but now I'm looking at Larry, and um, I'm I'm kind of going down the rabbit hole. And especially for for people listening who who do installations and construction, if you're doing projects that are north of really five thousand dollars, and there are a lot of projects that I have I have clients who do million dollar installations people are going to research that before they contact you totally I mean that's our culture today and it
1: sounds like you have a family but in the dating world you got you, you look at the pictures you look um, you look at their posts <laughs> are they saying something crazy or are they legit and so I think our culture you, you mentioned this on one of the podcasts I was listening to this morning that even the younger generation is is going to look at reviews it's not just the 40s and 50 year olds the 20-somethings, they're looking at reviews. And so we, we got to win that game. Um, Jack, you talked about establishing your website, branding, local SEO, <laughs> online reviews, kind of all together. Uh, what do you mean by
2: that? So the the book follows a premise called The Landscapers Foundation of Digital Marketing. And, and if you haven't seen it, I have a graphic for it. It's like a pyramid. And at the bottom of it is the foundation. And what we call the foundational four is your branding and differentiation, website, local SEO, and online reviews. You've got to do them all together because the first part is branding and differentiation. A lot of people think branding stops at, hey, I put, I put my logo on my shirt. I I, put my, I got my vehicle wrapped. I'm done branding, right? Well, why are you actually different? from your comp- your competition that's what branding really is what's the experience of working with you is it a process is it a design build process is it uh do you have a communication guarantee i mentioned in the book we have a client in um, uh, milwaukee wisconsin who has a noon to noon promise so if you call them before noon your call will be returned that day, afternoon. And if you call afternoon, it's going to be returned before noon the next day. So that's something, especially for a commercial client, they want that. They want to know that I'm going to get that. And then that's something that they can manage their team against. That's a standard. So that's, that's something that back to the customer's shoes thing. If I've had a poor experience with a landscaper who doesn't show up when they say they're going to show up, they don't do what they say they're going to do. And then I can't get a hold of them that's a pain that, oh, this company has a noon to noon promise and they have 40 reviews of happy customers who are like, hey, this company delivers, right? It all fits together. Whereas if it, let's pretend that you have, you skipped that part and you just move on to building your website. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that'll, that'll work a little bit, but if you're missing the why you're different or let's pretend you have the noon to noon promise, but you don't tell anyone about it. On your website, then they're they're not going to find out about that in that 70% of the research they're doing before they call you. And then local SEO is all about getting found for the right keywords. A a great example, I I worked with a lawn care company that does not do landscaping. They do lawn care treatments. Mm -hmm. Their their last SEO guy optimized their website for landscaping and they didn't even know. You know, so come April and October, their phone's ringing off the hook. Hi, do you guys do landscaping? They're like, no, and they can't even return the calls to the actual customers, right? So that's why you've got to do it all together. And then the last part is the reviews. You know, everyone says that word of mouth is king, and I believe it is. Reviews are where word of mouth happens nowadays. Many people trust online reviews more than... Just the referral of a neighbor, and we want to feel good when we when we're paying somebody to take care of our property. Maybe they're going to be here when when we're not home or something like that. You there's a, there's a level of trust needed there, and all those things together are what I what I call the foundational four. And when you do that, you often don't need to do a lot of the what I call the bonus steps like social media or online advertising.
1: So, in summary, am I hearing you right that the foundation is the website branding, local SEO, and the online reviews? Yes. And then let's dive a little deeper on the online reviews. I know Google My Business and some others. What's kind of a hierarchy of what you find the average customer that wants the design build project, or maybe the Fert and Squirt application, or even lawn care maintenance, cutting the grass where are they going to look first? Is it, is it the Google or or where, where, where do you, where do you find the trends?
2: You know um, so a study just came out. There's, there's actually a lawsuit against Google um, from Microsoft. And what's funny is that in court, Google revealed that the number one, guess what the number one search phrase on Bing is? Uh, Google. Yeah, it's Google, right? <laughs> so um, like it or not, Google's Google's Google, right? And people Google things. Um, and so I, I would prioritize your Google My Business listing because when people search on Google, they search for things like landscapers near me, lawn care, uh, Oklahoma, whatever. But then they also do branded searches. A branded search is when you get a referral or someone sees your vehicle in front of their neighbor's house and they search your brand name so they'd search johnson landscaping that google listing should show up and have positive reviews and if you don't if you don't have i i call it the the four star review test if you don't have at least a four star review average on google your chance of getting that lead goes down exponentially. So you want to get to having a four-star review average with at least 10 reviews on Google, because that way when you get the complaint review, Oh, I saw one of your crews driving like an idiot. Okay. It's not even a customer. You know, you're going to get that review. You've got another 10 of them that are positive. So you didn't go from, if you have two reviews and you get a negative one, Well, now you're, you know, a two and a half star company, right? Whereas if you have 10. And if you have high
1: volume, Jack, where where you got a lot more, 10 or more reviews, it's actually good to have bad reviews.
2: Yeah. So in the book, I, I mentioned that they're, you know, having a perfect review average actually create some skepticism yep. in a lot of yep. customers and being in, in between 4.2 and 4.7 is actually the sweet spot. So having a handful of bad ones is fine. As long as the average is overwhelmingly positive and you don't respond like a jerk to those handful of negative ones.
1: Yeah, totally. I've been shopping for some things on Amazon recently has nothing to do with lawn care landscape and just things from my place and I'm just going through the reviews and like, I don't know those reports, but as a consumer, I'm looking, it has to have, you know, like it shows five stars. It has to have four and a half. So they have four turned yellow. And then the fifth one is like half yellow, half white. If it doesn't have that, I don't look. And then I, I mean, I'm a nerd. I'll, I'll read through, I'm buying something for 70 bucks and I'm, I'm still like, I'm reading. I was like, I ain't getting ripped off. Sure. I don't care if it's a big purchase or a small purchase. And, uh, it's the same with our customers. They're doing the exact same thing. Now, yes, how does somebody go about? Let's say we had a lot of guys listening to this show that are in year one, two, three of their business. They're young, uh, in, in terms of how long their business has been around, Jack, and they don't even have the Google My Business yet. They're like I don't even know how to set it up. Can you walk us through getting on Google My business and then having those warm, hot leaves of a happy customer actually leaving you those five star uh, well-worded reviews?
2: Yeah. So you can create your own Google My List, Google My Business listing for free at google.com slash business. So just go to google.com slash business and you claim claim your listing. And Google's going to verify your address by sending you a postcard with a PIN on it. And so basically they're trying to make sure that you're, you are where you say you are. So you, you go ahead, create your account. Um, I recommend uploading at least 10 photos and photos are kind of a sensitive subject with landscapers. And basically what I say is use your best photos. If your best photos are something you took on your iPhone, great. Use those. And then maybe next year, if you get some professional photos, I call it pruning, you know, go in, remove those old photos, upload the better ones. But start out with at least 10 photos. Um, make sure you, you claim your, your business name consistently. This is a big problem I see is they'll put Larry's landscaping in one listing, and then they'll put Larry's lawn and landscape in something else. You know, So be consistent with when you're doing this. Absolutely list your phone number. Now, if you're just starting out, you might be running your, your lawn and landscape company out of your home, and that's perfectly fine there's an option then there to either display your address or to not display your address. And that that's called a service area business. If you can, if you can hang with the idea of people knowing where your home address is, I strongly recommend that you display your address because you will show up better. And there is an option. It's just going to have a little bit less visibility. Totally. Once you, you know, once you have your Google listing, you can, uh, you can just Google yourself once your listing is verified and, and click on the reviews tab. And that's going to give you this big, ugly URL. It'll be like google.com business and a big string of numbers, but you can email that link to people and say, Hey, click here and write a review. So that's one of the best ways that you can get started with this is Chances are you have clients, and I, I listened to one of your, your episodes, Paul, about increasing your rates. And I think it was Tony down in Georgia who who did that. And uh, 95% of his customers increased his their rates. Those people are happy and probably willing to help you. So you go to those people and say, Hey, I'd really appreciate your help. Could you write a review for me? I'm going to send you a link.
0: L'Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021 is going to be the biggest and best one yet. Saturday, November 13th in Novi, Michigan. This year's speakers are a who's who of the industry. Greg Woodstock, Corey Ballard, Keith Kalfas, Mark Parker, Caleb and Brittany Almond, Haver Pete, Brian and Liz Fullerton, and Jeff Joyner. Do whatever you have to do to make it. Launtrepreneur Academy Live 2021. Tickets will go fast. Get yours today at LauntrepreneurAcademy.com. ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no. No to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com.
1: Yeah. And uh, you, you follow up. Yeah, totally. I've done that before. And you just put it underneath where I sign my emails. I put click here to leave a review. And people, it's just like a drip. People uh, are leaving reviews. You mentioned photos, Jack, and uh, that really piqued my attention. Uh, and you share on your podcast and your books the importance of having the best images you can to present to potential customers. Uh, explain a little bit more about why photos are so important.
2: Photos are important because. Ultimately, as landscapers, we're, we're making the world beautiful and people want to see examples of, of your work, whether it's, uh, you know, nice, even lines for a big lawn for a maintenance or if it's, um, you know, a finished water feature that you've installed. People are looking at that to, to one One is to get inspired. You know, a lot of people, I think they know that they want to do something with their yard. Maybe they don't know what it is. So they're getting inspired. And two, to know, okay, you can do a good job. Yeah, totally. We'll talk about inspired. You share a story uh, with this, the
1: foundation of the website, branding, local SEO, online reviews of a landscaper that earned $1 million more in revenue in one year. Can you tell us a little bit more about this story?
2: Yeah. So, so that, that client, and, and you can check that out. It's on lawn and landscape magazine. They, they interviewed him and he mentions the story. Um, His name is Matt Preuss and he was struggling because he had grown, you know, I, I really admire his story because it's, it's like so many of us, it's like my story in starting my own agency of, he just started doing work. He was mowing lawns for people, started learning some installation, Then he's like, wow, I'm in, I'm in. And he, he went and became a general B licensed contractor in California. And he now does these outdoor living projects that integrate with your house. It's kind of like exterior remodeling, but it's outdoor living. But the problem was that he hadn't updated his market and that took him 15 years, right? To get to that point where he's doing those types of projects. But his website was 10 years old. So it was, it was 10 year old photos. There were literally dated photos. Like, you know, remember when you would go to Walgreens with a CD and your photos would come, you know, so he, he had either scans of printed photos or just like old photos. Right. And so they looked like compared to what people are doing now, it didn't look very good. So what kind of leads was he getting? He was getting people who were like, oh, good. This guy looks like he does cheap work. So then he's driving around out in California where the traffic is crazy, you know, missing dinner, having a low close rate. And so we helped him rebrand, changed his business name from the cutting edge to the cutting edge landscape design, because that's really the service he wants. And all of that helped him build out his website, his sales process, and, and, he he took his average project I think up to seventy five thousand dollars, and in a year attributed a, a million dollars of revenue, of new revenue to internet leads finding him on Google. So cool. Now,
1: Jack, I want to. This really stood out to me. Branding is about the experience you offer both your customers and employees. And I think, of course, we think, oh yeah, you know, we brand to our customers, potential customers. But you also mentioned our employees. So explain what you mean about building this brand that that you want to portray.
2: A lot of landscapers right now, well, kind of always, I mean, I've been working with the industry professionally like this for five years. There's always been a hard time finding people. And right now it's even harder. What many people don't realize is that you need to I think it's really a leadership thing. You I I think there are accidental employers. There are people who like they're like, Oh, I got to hire people. And they're kind of a, Oh, I don't really want to, but I, I have these employees. And then there are people like, Hey, I'm a leader of a team and I'm building a place to grow people. And that's, that's the mindset I believe you need to have to really build a thriving business. And so branding as a recruiting experience is how do you treat your people? How do they feel about working here? What's the experience of working at your company? Let's pretend that two companies pay the same wage, but one of them has a better culture. People enjoy being there. They feel appreciated. There's there's training programs. If the money's the same, which which one would they choose? Well, they'd choose the one with the better brand.
1: Yeah, totally. And then as you build a better brand, not only are you attracting hopefully better employees, but you can charge a little bit more um, money when you have that that brand. And so you mentioned a lot about pricing, but you talk about what does uh, losing on price really mean? Can you elaborate on that?
2: Losing on price really means that your customer doesn't understand the value that you're offering them or that you're selling to the wrong person. So in the book, I talk about pricing and there's uh, there's a study I, r- I read from uh, Dan Kennedy, who's a my favorite sales and marketing yeah, author. Yeah, Do shout like out
1: to Doctor Frank, man! I, I my one of my best <laughs> friends is the biggest Dan Kennedy fan ever. We we I mean this is every other word Dan Kennedy. Oh, Dan Kennedy, Dan Kennedy, yes. Dan <laughs> Kennedy, Dan Kennedy, Doctor, you guys know Doctor Frank that listen to the show, man. He
2: he loves Dan Kennedy. So yeah, well, he, he's been extremely influential for me. And he has a book about pricing and the takeaway from the book is it's, it's, it's as much about who is buying as what you're selling and 20 only here's the good news. Only 20% of people are, are quote unquote price shoppers, meaning only 20% of people will pay just, they will try and pay the lowest rate which means 80% of the market will pay more for more perceived value. Wow. And that's where on that first call, if you can figure out, is this, am I sniffing out somebody who's the 20% are like, like and, and this might sound like, oh, hey, Paul, you know, thanks. We're looking to get our seventh bid for our lawn <laughs> mowing. And, and that's where you say, hey, thanks so much. Uh, you know, we're probably not a fit. Right and instead, instead of saying oh well let me be number 7
1: what, what let me ask you this jack because that 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 example's you know comical and you know you're you're making your point but what are some other yellow and red flags to recognize that 20% of the the tire kick in price shoppers that are more realistic and not not exaggerated example like that we've gotten those before but there's some of the times where it's borderline gray how can we have that a better discernment with our sniffing skills to recognize mm-hmm. ooh I've, I've seen this story before, do you, do you have any
2: tips? Yeah, so so part of, part of the book and part of the process, the sales process that I work with a lot of clients on is what I call a, a pre-qualifying call, where before you go and walk the property with somebody, you have a phone call with them and talk to them about, hey, tell me a little more about your project. Um, what do you have in mind? Have you worked with a professional landscaper before? Um, what kind of timeline did you have in mind? Um, oh, you're, you're thinking of doing a patio and it's how many square feet. Now we start getting into budget. Uh, you know, that would typically be between X and Y is that around what you're thinking. And a lot of times you got to give, putting yourself in your customer's shoes, if they've never hired a landscaper before, and they've never worked in the industry, they don't know how much it should cost. They're going to think it's way less. You'll probably be insulted by how much you think they think it should cost. Right. So in my book, I talk about having a pricing page that helps people understand the pricing brackets and examples and photos. So that way, when you have that call, they're a little more informed of, you know, I was thinking of getting, you know, an outdoor kitchen and a patio and uh, a walkway. And I saw on your website that those projects are starting at 35,000. Yes, they are right now, good. You know, Whereas if you're talking with them and they're like, yeah, we're going to do a pool and a patio and a fence and we're thinking five to 8,000 <laughs> and we're looking to have it done in a couple weeks. It's like, okay, there's a red flag that they don't really, they don't know what they're buying.
1: So you would recommend Jack on the mm-hmm. website of having your prices doesn't have to be to the penny, but a range or
2: a starting at
1: is, is yes. your best practice? <laughs>
2: Yeah. So, so, and this idea makes a lot of people uncomfortable because they think, Oh, well, if I put my pricing out there, my competitor is going to steal it. Um, I'm not talking about having a like McDonald's menu of like, you can get X, Y now, now some services, you can give them that exact pricing. I think it can, it can make sense. Maybe you have a lawn care uh, five treatment lawn care package and it is a certain rate that makes sense for, for landscaping though helping people understand between this range and this range, you can do this with your front yard, uh, between this range and this range, your backyard. Um, you know, and, and so many, many landscapers or contractors in general say, well, I can't have a pricing page because it depends. And then, and then you say, well, what does it depend on? And then they tell you everything that it depends on the square footage, the material, um, you know, are, are there other are skilled trays involved? All these different things. You already know what it depends on. So you just tell people that it depends on these things and it can rain. It can be in this range. So, so that way, the, the, the customer, when they call, they're like, when they hear 20,000, they're not, this isn't the first time they're hearing it. They're like, oh yeah, I've heard 20,000. I thought you were expensive. And then I called Bob's landscaping. They never even called me back. So I have a little more trust with you. <laughs> all right, Jack. Well, I really appreciate you uh, sharing
1: just the tip of the iceberg here about your new book on today's program. And for all of our friends listening in real time, the big book launches next week in Louisville, Kentucky. Tell us a little bit more.
2: Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna have a book launch party and bourbon tasting. Where we're gonna play the stump game, which is this fun game we always play it with our clients. Where basically flip a hammer and hit nails into a tree stump, and you the goal it's last nail standing. So you try and hit other people's nail into the stump. It's gonna be really fun. We're gonna have food and drinks, and we'll have books available. And that is on Wednesday, October twentieth, from six to ten p.m. Eastern at Patrick O'Shea's. It's one two three. West Main Street in Louisville. It's all within walking distance of the whole uh, all the events at the expo. And for those of you who uh who can't make it, uh, we do have a special offer where you can get uh ten dollars off the video and audiobook version of the tree of good fortune at treeofgoodfortune.com slash Paul. Use the promo code Paul and uh save 10 bucks.
1: Yeah. And Mr. Producer is going to put that in today's show notes. All you guys got to do is click on that link and it will take you over to your new book, Jack. And you have three formats. You have the traditional paperback route. You also have the audio book. And then you did a video book. And you said this on one of your recent shows. It's like, instead of watching Netflix or the ball game or just vanity on, on Instagram or YouTube, why not in the evenings, watch something that's going to help you build a better business and work on your messaging and things of that nature. And so you created a video format where you can actually basically watch the book and absorb the information that way. Because I know personally, I like to watch videos. I like to listen to podcasts. And so I think that's really creative that you made that format available.
2: Well, thanks. Yeah, and you know, I I've um, I consume a lot of video. Uh, I I use YouTube Premium personally, and one of the things I like about that is I can download videos. I live in Colorado, so I go in the mountains a lot. And when I do that, I'll just download a video and listen to it in my car. And the program I'm using for this, you can actually download the whole thing to your phone. So whether you're out doing snow clearing or you're doing lawn mowing or you're driving to a job site, I wanted to I wanted to. Uh, give this book to landscapers in a way that regardless of how busy you are, or whatever you can, you can listen to it, watch it and it's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. So it's tree slash Paul, but it's not on Amazon. It's not in Barnes and Noble. You, you got it's, it's a
2: uh, one, one place. Correct. Yeah. I'm selling it exclusively through my own website. Okay. Treeofgoodfortune.com. of All right.
1: And then slash Paul. Yeah. To get yeah, Don't forget that <laughs> to get, to get the discount. Um, you definitely want to use that slash Paul or just Mr. Producer will put that hyperlink in today's show notes. So Jack, I really appreciate you being on today's episode. You have so much information. Uh, what do you say about coming back on maybe next week and we could do a part two.
2: That would be a blast. Um, you know, I've had a real good time talking with you, and there's so much more that you can do that we can talk about to get found by your right customers. It can impact your employees, and I'm hell yeah. Let's let's come back next week. Cool. And guys, as you're listening to this, you're like, man, that was really good.
1: All of this I, I pulled out of the book and, and just kind of previewing the menu, so to speak. So if you want to dive more into these topics, uh, it's all of this content that we pulled today is straight from the pages of your new book. So definitely check the link in today's show notes. Jack, thank you for your time and hopefully uh, see you in Louisville.
2: Yeah, looking forward to it, Paul.
1: Well, guys, a big thank you to Jack for sharing with us today. What we're going to do is bring him back on the program probably sometime next week, and we'll kind of follow up with this conversation. And in the meantime, if you want to get his book, you can go to treeofgoodfortune.com Paul, or just click on the link in today's show notes, and uh, that will get you over there. Video book audio book, paperback book, very impressive the work that he is doing over there. And uh, we definitely look forward to continuing the conversation with him on a show next week. Now, if you're listening in real time, my friends, the registration for the GIE plus expo will shut down online on Sunday. So they always do this the Sunday. I know this is very time sensitive information, but we have a lot of folks that make us your morning show. We appreciate that listening every morning when we drop a new episode. So listen, this happened to me my first year going to the GIE plus expo. I waited till the week of the show went online and I was like, it's not letting me register. They intentionally do that. There's a a long line at the expo Uh, either their staff's very friendly and all that, but I don't like wasting time and I don't like paying full price. And so if you want to save yourself time and money and you're planning to go to GIE, you got till Sunday at midnight to uh, get that taken care of promo code. Paul only works till midnight on Sunday. Then you got to pay full price and wait in line at the show. So register online, save yourself 50% off with promo code. Paul, that link will be in today's show notes. The link to Jack's book, audio book, video book. Very cool idea, Mr. Producer, a video book. Never even thought about that. But uh, I'm telling you guys, I respect other authors and what goes into this uh, process. And um, really enjoyed reading Jack's book myself. You will definitely find a lot of value in it. It is full of sales, marketing, branding, help you take your business to the next level. Really good stuff. So looking forward to uh, bringing Jack back onto the program next week. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys hopefully next week as well in person, Louisville, Kentucky, for our annual GIE Plus Expo. Have a great weekend, everyone listening in real time. Smash that follow button. We hope to catch you on the next episode.
0: This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.